Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Joining me right now on Kumite Radio is Alex Shield, the 29-year-old based out of Phuket. What's going on, Alex? What's up, man? How you doing, bro? Good? Really Always good. good, man. Always good to see you. Always good to talk to you, man. Um, first thing I want to get into, you just went back to the States. Has it been a long time since you went back to your hometown? Uh, yeah, almost, it was either two years or three years, I can't remember, it, it, it had been a while, it's just, um, yeah, it's a long flight, it's, it's not the cheapest flight, so, um, yeah, I went home, it was cool, and, and came back, and, and right enough time to fight, and feeling good, so. When you go back to the States, and you've been living in Thailand, in Asia, and Southeast Asia, what are the biggest differences that you notice? Uh, there's like two things that stick. I mean, there's a lot of things that stick out, but one is like, like here the roads are crazy, right? Like everyone knows, like Thailand roads are crazy, but you get on your motorbike and you kind of just go around and it's whatever. But I actually get nervous going back to America. Like I'm driving, cause I, I'm driving my dad's car and I'm driving around the streets and everything's very clean and you better put your blinker on. Like don't go through the yellow light. You know what I mean? Like I was like really nervous driving in America and like. There's obviously the like the steering wheels on like the other side, but I was just more nervous about all the rules. Like for real, I'm like, man, like, can I go now? Or can I do to, you know? So um, that's what I really noticed, and it made me nervous actually. Like it, it did like, and I, every time I go back, I drive, but that one kind of made me nervous. But um, yeah, other than that, nah, yeah, home is home is home. Every time you go back, it just boom, it feels like you never left. So another trip that you took not too long ago during the summer. You're part of Team Tiger Muay Thai for Quintet in Japan. How was that experience? How was the experience of being part of the grappling survival match? Um, that was amazing. That was one of the best, probably the best, like, fighting experiences I've ever had. Um, they, they just hit us up, like, two weeks before, like, kind of on a whim. They wanted a team um, from close by, and we put our names in, and they selected us. And um, – I mean, that was unreal. Like, that was – it was just really cool. It was kind of surreal. Like, we got there, and we weren't really sure what to expect. But um, just having, like, Sakuraba's name attached to it and, like, him being there, like, you know it's a big deal. He doesn't do anything small. You know what I mean? This is – this is. Uh, I mean, when you talk about legends of, of just of MMA and jiu-jitsu and MMA um, and Japan and, I mean, just all of it um, – yeah, it kind of really hit us when we were there and then and, and just kind of just being around um, all the other really good teams. And, um, man, that was amazing. The whole thing was the whole thing was amazing. One of the best things I've ever been a part of. I wish we could have done better. We ended up losing. But um, what are you going to do, you know? So uh, amazing. I think I think Quintet is, could be like the future for like um, spectator grappling. It's really entertaining. So I was just honored to be there and be a part of it. Yeah, that's what a lot of people believe, man, that Quintet is the future of grappling and actually people being able to watch it and having some fun watching it. Your name was mentioned on the Joe Rogan podcast. Was that something you ever expected? 
Um, no, nah, that was kind of funny, actually. Like, uh, I, I had people messaging me, telling me, like, people from, like, that, like, I first started training with and, like, some people from high school that just listen to his podcast that don't even train. Um, and I was like, wow, what the fuck? And then a few, you know, in this community, like, everyone listens, so everyone heard it. So a bunch of people messaged me. Um, uh, yeah, it was kind of funny. Like, I was, it was obviously cool, but, like, I was only on there in case no one's seen the clip. I was on there. They were talking about a match between me and Haisam Rita, mm-hmm. who was the standout of the whole competition. This, uh, I mean, six foot two African guy who's been living in Japan and speaks a little Japanese. And he was like the stud of the tournament. So Eddie Bravo was on the podcast and he was in our corner room. So he saw the whole thing go down and they happened to just YouTube the, the matches and my name came up. So it is kind of me just getting whooped by this guy, but I made an Instagram post about it saying like, yeah, it's definitely cool. But for me, it's like, uh, I don't want to just be like part of it. Like they just said my name. I'd rather be the one like, yo, look at this guy. So, um, but yeah, of course it was cool, man. It was, it was, it was funny. You haven't fought in a, almost a year. What have you been doing? Have you just focused on teaching and, you know, improving yourself? What have you been working on? Yeah, so um, after my last fight, I wanted to focus a lot on starting, uh, I think we talked about it before, with doing CM sub-series um, and really trying to kind of help the jiu-jitsu community in Phuket. So um, I really focused on a little bit of that and, um, you know, because coaching is such a big part of my life. Um, I really focused on coaching and getting guys ready for that tournament because uh, I really want to help these guys out. Um, and then, uh, you know, of course, I'm always training. I'm always in the gym. That's it's my job. So just improving in different things and, um, you know, just, uh, obviously training every day, but not just necessarily focused for something specific. So, um, I think you got to have that sometimes, you know? Um, so yeah, just, uh, trying to, you know, focus on different things, but still involved with fighting. So you've been at Tiger Muay Thai for a long time now, you know, you've seen so many fighters come through those doors just recently. Mark Hunt was there tied to Avasa you know, getting ready for their fights. When you look back at the, the, the talent level that you have worked with, does it almost shock you a little bit? Yeah, I don't know if shock is the word, but it's, it's definitely, like, surreal. Like, um, you know, I think this whole kind of place, Phuket, has, like, happened very organically. It's just, like, there's just so many good things about, like, the lifestyle and about training that, of course, I like it, but, of course, other people would like it. It just happens to be that the other people that – um, also really enjoy it, uh, this place, I mean, just become real standouts in the sport. And it's like really inspiring. It's just, uh, kind of amazing to watch. And obviously there, we've had the guys who come, uh, who already have a little bit of name for themselves and, you know, need a place to train and want to switch it up. And that's amazing as well. Just seeing those guys come from different camps and different places, but, uh, being able to see guys like, uh, Ben Wynn, Alex Volkanovsky, uh, Kai Kar France, um, seeing these guys really like earlier in their career um, who are all doing very, very well right now at, at the top level. And of course, seeing Ty, I remember seeing Ty, um, I remember seeing Ty Tuivasa when, uh, I mean, this must've been like five or six years ago. I was really new to the camp. He probably didn't even know who I was, you know, I, who the fuck am I? And uh, I remember seeing him hit pads with Don and, I, and he's a big guy. I remember seeing him hit pads. I was like, holy shit, this guy can smash pads. And everyone's like, yo, that's Mark Hunt's training partner. Um, and now, you know, five years later, like, becoming friends with him and him doing so well at heavyweight in the UFC. I mean, um, yeah, things like that are really cool. You know, I think like over the years, like, um, 
yeah it's just really it's just really inspiring fuck it's just really inspiring like it's it's really cool yeah it seems like everybody that's gone through there they all have their time and now you have your time you're coming up next and you yeah. got your opportunity how long have you went into a certain type of training camp for this uh debut no i mean honestly for me it's, it's just another fight um i want to get to um i want to win that contract for one um you know i'm doing the one warrior series and and this is a step to getting there so it's i don't put any like extra pressure on myself um and and i know that like um this is what i want so i i do it like and my, my camp hasn't been anything extra special every fight i'm trying to to win and do my best and obviously i'm switching up different things but um yeah i mean it's a weird mix of like kind of sticking to what we've always done sticking to the things we've done that are working and, and definitely adding in different different things but um over the years i've seen what we've been doing has worked for other guys and working for my friends getting them ready to fight the highest level people so it's kind of like a thing like man if it's good enough for them i'm gonna do it like they do it you know what i mean like when i when i when i plan out my training i'm like obviously i know my body and what works for me and especially my work schedule gotta mix it up but i'm like man this guy is i know him and i know him and i know the way he's doing it I, you know i can try to try to follow their path a little bit you know yeah man um yeah you got to stick to what works um what is your, you know, you say you, your plan is to win the contract, but what type of performance do you want to have for yourself? What type of performance do I have for myself? I mean, honestly, every time I fight, um, you always go through, like, so many different scenarios in your head, like, oh, I'm going to win by knockout. Ooh, I'm going to get this head kick. You know, ooh, I'm also going to get a submission. Or I'm going to, you know, maybe I'll be losing and then I'll come back and get a good win. I mean, for me, like, I think especially, like, it's, it's hard to – say something so specific, like the type of fight I want to have, all I want to do is perform at my best. Um, Cause I think I'm confident everywhere. I think, you know, my striking is, is come, come along a bit. Um, and I haven't really shown it so much in the fights yet. Uh, and I want to show my grappling. So um, I just want to fight. that's going to entertain people. I think at the end of the day, like obviously you're, you're in there, you're fighting in for yourself and the, you know, whatever, do whatever your thing is. But um, this, this shit's entertainment and I want to, I want to entertain people. and I want to entertain my friends. I th I've said this before. I want my friends to be like, Oh shit, that was cool. And that's, that's it. I, you know what I mean? Like Joe Rogan to be like, Oh shit, that was cool. You know? So I just want to impress my friends. Really. Speaking of impressing your friends, I, you recently uploaded a video of your old Muay Thai fight, yeah. which was very cool because it kind of gives you a real, you know, like it gets really deep into like what it feels like to be in a in the chaos yeah you know and your face and you're just looking at everybody your facial expression says it all man like could you tell me like how that felt with all those people or surrounding you during your fight in the corner and you're just looking at them and you're just smiling yeah that was that was just crazy like yeah you know especially being like the jujitsu coach or whatever like people don't expect me to fight muay thai so it kind of just like pumps me up more, you know, like I tell my friends, Hey, let's fucking do it. I'm going to fight Muay Thai. Um, and I don't know what was going through me, but I was just like, so like kind of clear minded and, and even being in the corner, I'm just looking at my friends, everyone's around me yelling and George is in there rubbing my legs with ice. Um, who was actually taking the video it was Roger. Roger was taking the video. Just, he just had his phone like this and he's like, yo, yo, yo. And it's just like the funniest thing to me. Like, um, sometimes like in the corners can get like a little bit like overwhelming, like what's going on. But I think just because of all the madness, I was like, I was like, these people are crazy. I was like, you know, like I was like, I'm fine. Like, 
we're okay. Like everyone's yelling at me because I had this really big cut down my head, right? So I'm bleeding. And everyone's like, I feel like everyone's trying to like convince me that I'm okay. And I was already okay. I was like, I'm good. Like we're good, you know? So uh, fighting Muay Thai is like some of my best memories. Um, I think everybody should do it. If anyone comes to Thailand and this might, I might, this might, this might offend some people, even my friends, but if you come here and you don't fight Muay Thai, you haven't been to Thailand, get out of here, you know? So we got to listen. I have a lot of friends and they're still my friends, but we got, we got people who come here and go to the stadium and they fight Western boxing. All right. That's cool. We got to fight Muay Thai. You know? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I think everybody should do it. Everybody got to do it, man. That's, it is the best. Like you're saying, like you seeing it from the video. Well, if you're a fighter and you're out here and you don't have a big contract, you know, you don't, you know, you can, whatever, you can take some stitches. Uh, fucking do it, man. Alex throwing shots at his friends on the interview. <laughs> I'll say it to their face too. I'll say, listen, listen, that's cool. You got to fight Muay Thai. Uh, nah, just playing, but seriously, fuck that. All right, October 11th, Singapore, One Warrior Series. Alex will be making his debut. Thank you for your time, Alex. Good luck to you. I appreciate it. My favorite Korean. Thank you, brother. <laughs>